Yo, what's good? It's your man, Mr. Denton Otherwise known as No Excuses. And I'm always tuned in to the All The Smoke podcast with my girls Meek and Simone. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned in. What up, 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 what up? This is the All The Smoke podcast with your girls Meek and Simone. Hey, hey. What's going on, Simone? Not a damn thing. <laughs> Nothing going on but the rent, baby. Hey, ain't nothing going on but the rent. You know, I always gotta break out into song, yo. (laughs) I swear to God, every time I gotta break out into song. Um, but before we get started, if you didn't peep our new drop, our drop is from our homeboy, Mister No Excuses. Dun da da. I can't believe he said that shit, Andre. Our homeboy from the World Is Yours radio show. Thank you so much, so much, so much. We appreciate you. Um, as always, we like to support uh, each other, podcast shows, ventures, products, services. You got it. You name it. You send it to us. We fuck with it. We promote it. This is what we do. So um, unlike other shows, we're kind of starting that off uh, first things first. So... In the spirit of that, I might as well run down the fucking list, no? You might as well. Okay, so then if that's the case, we also want to give a shout out to the UX for It podcast. Yeah, I With our, uh, our brother podcast with the fellas, uh, Bassine the Dream and Cortez King Seas. Um, that is on Facebook Live, Saturdays, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., Nine. nine o'clock mm-hmm. or one um Easter standard time. Be prepared at eight in case it come on at nine. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Just be there. Is all I'm saying. That's Facebook Live. And also going back to the world is yours. That's a radio show that also airs on Facebook Live Thursday nights. Once again, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Just be there at eight. Just be there. Be ready. If you ain't there, you square or whatever these people say. Just be there. Also want to give a shout out to She Essentials. I swear. I swear that's one of them tongue twisting Jones, which is part of the reason why I like it because you already know the curls be popping. I'm going to get her to make that her fucking tag. Cause no truth be told, my curls do be popping. Love the products, beer butters, body butters, lotions, potions, check it out. Um, and we will put the links to those products and those uh, sites in our description. Last but not least is Root Work. Root Work Um, Amazing products by my girl Simone, in case you didn't know that. Um, once again, soaps, bath bombs, butters, lotions. lotions. I'm trying to get her to make me some massage oils. I'm on it. Um, you know, maybe we can get into some lubes. I don't know. All I'm saying is the products are dope. Once again, it will be listed in the description. Um, this, this, I think I'm trying to keep a certain upbeat um, energy in the beginning of the show yeah. because what has happened, I feel like it's starting to become pattern. Um, and I know that it drains me. And so the only way to kind of keep myself on a, a, a upward, you know, keeping myself uh, moving in the upward uh, energy spiral, I'll say, is to kind of start off a little bit higher, yeah. um, be upbeat and a little bit more energetic. Um, a couple days ago, as I'm sure everybody knows, we lost another great one. Not that all lives aren't great, um, but you know, we lost somebody that um, had a particular significance to our community because of some of the work that he's done, Mr. Chadwick Bozeman um, passed to um, his illness, colon cancer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 2020 has already come in with a vengeance and taken so very much from all of us. It's just yet another um, time that has, you know, it's just been depressing. You know, it's been difficult. Um, and the response has been, you know, for the most part, overwhelmingly positive. Um, it's been sprinkled with a little fuck shit. Um, <laughs> but once again, you know, we so talking was 2020. About you, Omari. Yeah. Ciao. 
We're talking about you, sir. Okay, I don't even want to get into all of that because I will not promote this bullshit on this show. But Mr. Hardwick, you could never. Okay? You could never. And if y'all don't know what we're talking about, y'all can Google it on your own time. Um, but that's a no for me. It's a no. Um, but like I said, the, the response has been overwhelmingly positive for the most part. Um there have been some things that have been said that have been by and large perceived as positive that kind of had me thinking. And some of the things that people have been talking about is the fact that this man apparently, if I'm not mistaken, he was diagnosed with the colon cancer in 2016. And so um, ultimately that would mean that for the last four years, he's been um, living in silence basically with his illness, which is his, choice right it was his his prerogative his option and people have been really having like a lot of commentary on that choice and equating it to like his strength and his entourage's loyalty to him for being able to keep his quote-unquote secret um and you know people have been posting that over and over again and you know i i get it i do right I know I talk often that in the black community, there's something to be said about um, pushing through adversity, right? I mean, it's kind of like part of our mantra, especially as black women, right? That, you know, the black woman's like plight is kind of surrounded by her ability to be like resilient. And enduring. Yeah, right? Um, and so to hear them talk about him in that way, like I said, while I understood it, it actually was a little offensive to me only because it doesn't allow the real like humanity right. to come out. Like, I don't know if I think that this man, um, made the conscious choice and I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying what I think. I don't think that he made the conscious choice to be um the black person's uh martyr in that way for suffering right i don't think he said yeah i'm experiencing this thing and you know maybe perhaps they told me it was terminal i know that you know there are times where i'm in agonizing pain however black panther i i don't think that that was a thing um i think that he you know, as a lot of us do, attempted to, you know, push on and persevere um, in the unknown, right? Not really knowing what to expect necessarily, um, probably in fear himself of what, what he was experiencing. And I think that a lot of times we use things as distractions in order to uh, re retain or sustain some sense of normalcy in our lives. I, I say all that to say I, I don't think that he wants um, your hero shit that it seems like people have been doing and, and taking on like this was a a, a personal um, you know venture of his. I, I can't say that I believe that was necessarily the case. I'm not saying that it was impossible. Once again, I just don't think it's the case, and I think it harms us more. I agree. I mean, I, I think it does harm us. It puts us in this situation that even when our literal bodies are um, ill and, you know, wrecked with illness, that it puts us in this mind frame that we always have to be um, aware of the perception around our illness and what it looks like, you know, from outsiders. Well, in this case, I think the idea was that there was no perception of illness, right? Because I remember when pictures of him I mean, first came out. Sure. When pictures of him first came out a couple years ago, um, and he was more frail looking, he had lost a lot of weight. People, and I'm not saying there were no, you know, people who there were no fans or anybody who reached out on some concern, but most of the time it was rooted in like criticism and um mockery and you know that type of thing and once again doesn't necessarily make the case for somebody to be easy to disclose right and keep in mind he's a celebrity he's a celebrity that makes it even more difficult to make the decision about whether or not you're going to put something so personal out 
um, in the open in that way. But I don't, what I'm saying is I don't think that his idea not to be as open about his condition and then subsequently his quote unquote entourage, AKA his friends and family. Um, I don't think that their decision was also so rooted in the idea that um, it was going to, it was going to damage the image in a way the public perceived it. I think it was their collective choice to keep his privacy intact by utilizing their own sense of integrity. Like whatever his wishes were, that's what yeah is what they were going to do. Um, I don't think it was a matter of, you know, this is so like, um, I want to be very careful about what I'm saying because once again, I don't want it to be perceived as um, offending, but you know, like I said, the idea that he made a decision to then be a martyr for the quote unquote black community to demonstrate this thing. I don't, I don't know if his objective was, I need to be strong for y'all. I think he was going through what he was going through. I think that, like I said, he made a decision to push past it. Something, you know, that you address in a sense on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, like I don't, I don't think that it was like, oh, let me, you know, whether all of this, um, you know, sickness or whatever emotions he was feeling, you know, for the sake of the black community. I think that that's one of the things in, in difficult times like we're experiencing now. I just think that that's one of the ways people have kind of made this shift um, to lessen the blow yeah. of losing somebody who... How they're managing their grief. Yeah. Yeah, I can respect and I think that. that. For the better part of the year, people in one way or another have been struggling with, you know, grief and loss. Um, really, throughout the year. No, I agree. That's what. That's kind of like my point about 2020. The only other thing that I'm saying is that, you know, let's not forget he was a man, mm-hmm. right? He was a person. He was a human. And with that comes a vast amount of different emotions. And I don't want that to be washed out for other people to feel better about what, you know, how they feel like they're impacted by this man's death. That's all. That's all. It's a a such thing as, you know, we don't we don't know. We don't know how we will receive it. We don't know how we will perceive it. We don't know what he was experiencing. We don't know. And while I agree with you, a lot of times we do champion behind. Um whatever makes us feel better right now in this moment, not really about that. Um, but you know, by all means, mourn the way you need to mourn. It is a difficult thing. It's a difficult situation. Um, he was very well loved, very, you know, respected, very liked. Um, so I, I get it. I just felt like that was something and maybe I'm projecting because I've been ill, right? Um, I think I've talked about it on our show before. Um, I, you know, had a kidney transplant two times at this point in stage renal disease. Um, And so I know what it's like to have a very serious illness and still have to manage not just your own emotions, but like your day to day living, right? Your day to day life. And Unlike cancer, a lot of times, um, you know, my condition is something that has been a little bit easier to hide. And so it still comes with that, like, certain level of uh, secrecy that you can have with it. And I know how I felt about, you know, disclosing, you know, parts of that to, to people, whether it be employers or new friends or even partners, right? Like potential partners that I'm meeting. How much do I tell them? Because then how do they then interpret the information and what does that do with their perception of me moving forward? Right. And so that kind of hit home for me, um, the idea that like he pushed through all of these things, because I remember when it was my turn, in my opinion, to push through all these things. And I remember how I felt and I remember the, the fear and the, like I said, uncertainty and the pain and the, you know, all the stuff of the people even around me. I remember, you know, you 
you know, how you, you know, were feeling and, you know, conversations that we've had and other people close to me. And so, I, like I said, I don't, as difficult of a situation as this, as multifaceted of a situation as it is, it's not as cut and dry, I feel like, as people are portraying it. And it, it like I said, it's hurtful to watch. Um, it's difficult for other people who are, are, are experiencing other things, whether emotionally or physically. Um, I wonder how it impacts those people who, quote unquote, can't be as strong um, as we're saying this man must have been considering. And don't get me wrong. He did like four movies through the course of 2016 to, to now. He has a movie that he's done that was supposed to come out this year um, that you know, hasn't, hasn't even been released yet. So I get it. I'm not saying he didn't work his ass off. He worked his ass off. I'm saying what else, right? What's the whole picture? Can we, can we look at him as a whole? Because there are people out there who are struggling and suffering and, and can't muster up the energy to do and be that thing. It also makes me think about, um, how we are sacrificing, you know, our literal bodies for the sake of productivity yeah that's a right like we live in a society unfortunately where your value comes from how productive you are um and the less productive you are then consequently the less valuable you are um so it just kind of made me think about you know and how productivity is perceived right because in that particular instance productivity would equal work which would equal dollars Not the fact that I just need to live, right? And the dreaded capitalism. It, it yes. makes me think about what, um, you know, his illness would have looked like through the lens of a society that wasn't um, so focused on capital and, and money and dollar value. Mm-hmm. You know, would he have felt, you know, still, you know, pressured or responsible in some way to keep um, keep up with output? even while feeling, um, as I'm sure he must have on some days, crappy and horrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, it it definitely, um, like I said, might be projecting. I'm more than willing to admit that. Um, But that has been very difficult to watch um, the way in which people are choosing to uh, respond to this, this tragedy because it's a difficult one um you know it it caught i know it caught me off guard absolutely and we were together we were we were together we were together when we got and i couldn't believe it i stared at my screen for a good 10 to 15 minutes like no this can't be real absolutely cannot be real absolutely so i i definitely get um like i said the vast different um responses that people possibly have and it's no right or wrong i'm i'm so attempting not to criticize people in the way that they choose to mourn or grieve um because there's no book for that right um there are books for that but i'm saying there are no one size fits all approach to that thing um just wanted to share that thing because that's something that's the way in which i receive this the way in which it impacted me um other than that though um in terms of media stuff or internet stuff or whatever you want to call it the verses did you watch the verses monica and brandy i watch clips of i feel like i say this every time we talk about child. the verses, man. oh i watch clips of it child <laughs> first of all they talk too damn much all on these verses they talk too much and i get it right you put two people who most of the time know each other most of the time have a certain adoration yeah a certain, you know, relationship outside of the public eye. I get it. They're happy to be together. It's like, we just happy to be here. You know what I mean? I, I, I do. I totally understand. Play the fucking music. That's the reason why people tune in. They want to be entertained. Entertain me. Okay. Yes. In a lot of ways, it was really nostalgic. It was like super 90s, early 2000s. Um, it was awesome. Did not like the fact that Black Twitter and other black forms of the internet could not let them white sandals go. Did somebody? No, I'm going to tell you, I saw somebody Ooh, Photoshop those white sandals onto Monica. And when I saw it on my social media feed, I was like, wait a minute. 
is Mama controlling right now? Like, does she really have to? First of all, Brandy up? had on white sandals. Did that she? bitch literally wore white sandals, <laughs> and I'd have knocked all that shit off the table if I was Monica, because I was like, oh, bitch, you tried it. But the crazy part is, you know, not that it matters, right? But like, Brandy was dressed kind of a little frumpy for me. Monica tried her best to put some shit together, but you know, she kind of tall and lanky. Yeah. When I tell you they got on that ass, poor, poor, poor. she. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> they hit her with the Lord Farquaad. They hit her with the white sandals. They hit, yeah, she did have that fucking bob. It was, it, it was like this and like that. The bang. <laughs> the bang. She should have had a bang. She ain't had one. I don't know. They, they, they definitely did her in. Um, but she all right. She a big girl. She can handle it. You know what I mean? Her stylist knew what it was hitting for. They they know they was going to take a chance Maybe. with that one. But for some reason, and I think that part of it is people were talking about like that she was throwing shade. I don't know if she necessarily was throwing shade. I really, like I said, every time they started to talk, I kind of lowered the volume a little bit because I, I cared less to what hear about it. What did they say? Um, what did they say? Monica had more of the hits as far as I was concerned. Um, she came out from like swinging from rip. Like the first joint, second joint she played was uh, you know, I don't know the names of these cut things. <laughs> um, but I'll get the list for you so I can show you what songs they played. But they played for the most part a lot of their hits. So I wasn't mad at that. Like I said, the songs they did play, I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, no. Can the next time can y'all just get some people that want to play their music? Like we could do a write-up if that's the case. If y'all want us to hit a backdrop or the backstory for how we got to this point. I, I don't care. You know, one of the things that was of importance, and I can't even tell you exactly what song it was, but it was a song, you know, Monica sings a lot of ballads. Mm -hmm. And it was a like a semi, it was like a love song, you know, which fits into her uh whole like um little genre or whatever. But she was like 12 when she recorded this shit. And it kind of like was one of them er? <laughs> situations for me. Cause I was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Here we go again with this music industry shit and what they do to young artists, yep. right? But I ain't gonna get into that because that's gonna take us in a whole different direction of conversation that I ain't really in the mood to have right now. Um, but I just thought it was interesting. And and when you hear the song, when I bring it to you, you'll you'll understand like besides the obvious reasons why it caught me off guard because like you got this twelve year old girl singing like this pretty provocative shit. Um, and some shit that she ain't explained. She don't know shit about that that she was talking about. Um, but her voice, her voice banged, and I guess they was like, "Fuck it." Um, right. <laughs> Read this, okay, and put something in it. Right? They stole your lunch money. You say? Because <laughs> what the fuck context is she anyway? But um, that I thought it was okay. Like I said, I enjoyed both of their music. They ended it with the boy is mine. People was like, type it on the screen. Just play the boy is mine. That's all they cared about. Um, so that, that was pretty good. Um, and other social media news. Okay. They have yet to fail me when it comes to being disappointing. Okay. And I told you earlier, even earlier when we were talking that I am under the impression it's not them. It is me. It is us. Okay. <laughs> We keep talking shit like it's something going on with other people. No, it is us because apparently when people say crazy shit, majority of the people co-sign it. And I'm trying to figure out why. And then I had to realize, you know what? The lessons that we've been taught collectively say that in order to ride for somebody, in order to support them, in order to demonstrate that, you know, you fuck with them, you're loyal to them or whatever, however yeah, you want to describe it. Everything they say and do, yeah. you spoke the cosign. And I think that it is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard. Because if I don't want or need for anything else, I need a partner that feels like he can fucking dress me when he needs to. When I'm wrong, I'm the fuck wrong. When I'm right, sure. You know what I mean? You could say that. That's fine. Support that. I mean, I already knew it. But... When I'm the fuck wrong, don't some bullshit. When I'm wrong, though, it's the time and the place, and you gotta know your partner, but feel like you're able to address that. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't understand it. So one of the things that came up on my feed, 
Because these days, this is where all of the bullshit is coming from, apparently. You ain't got to go far to get this shit. Right at your fingertips. Child. But I had to double back on this one. Because this was actually posted by um, somebody I consider, you know, pretty cool to me. And it was a he. And he posted, you deserve a partner who isn't afraid to hurt other people's feelings to protect yours. Now, he didn't t- he didn't write that, right? Like, he didn't type that up. That's not his his words. But he rocked with it enough to repost it. To repost the shit. Yes. Now, last I checked, about 50 motherfuckers had reacted to it in either the heart emoji or the thumbs up. So, in the affirmative. And it was about 8 to 10 comments of, you right, that's right, period, poo, 100%, you know what I mean, whatever, you better tell it. He ain't never lied, type shit, right? I've something. I've seen something like this similar. The one thing that I read that was pretty similar to this was this woman was telling her dude, "You gotta be willing to shoot your ex, so I know you still don't got feelings for her." Or <laughs> some shit, Mm-mm. some shit along that line. It involves somebody getting shot to prove Mm-mm. that they don't got feelings for somebody. And okay. I was just like, yo. Whose idea of a joke is this? Like, I'm sure the person, I hope the person who wrote it did so in jest. But like, come on, people. No, instead of did so in jest, that person ingested what the fuck was being said and probably did some more wild shit in order to determine that they were going to clear this thing that this part, like that, if that ain't the craziest thing, first of all, once again, about the type of people, the type of person, the type of potential that I would be looking for. Yeah. If you feel like you have to embarrass someone else to gain my favor, you got me all the way fucked up. Yeah. I don't even want you now. I, I already I didn't want, want you, you. I already didn't want you. And what the fuck is wrong with me and my self-image, self-worth, self-esteem, insecurities whatever the fuck what's up with that that i would even demand such from you because if nothing else i'm watching your behavior with everyone to make a determination about the type of man you are the type of woman you are the type of person you are what character you have so if that if that's the case you told me everything you needed to tell me just in that one interaction. Oh, I think there's always this idea. I want him to do it to other people. I never want him to do it to me, but don't understand the correlation to how motherfuckers treat people around you. It's almost pretty indicative of how a person will treat you. Absolutely. They because that part, though. where is the practice? Yep. How did you learn how to do this thing if you ain't never had to do it? I learned it from watching you. <laughs> okay. okay. And I said this earlier when we were talking about this. I know I'm really hard on men and some of their fuck shit behavior. But but we're not exempt from it either. And this is this is indicative of it for me. We're not we're not exempt either. No, absolutely not. A lot of times they do what they do because, because they think it appeals to us. Absolutely. Yeah. And vice versa. So because these are never ironed out, established, you know, or or conversed, is no conversation about this stuff, no communication about this stuff, then people are out here wilding. And I know people kind of pass it off like, oh, it's just a joke, it's just a meme. But it comes from somewhere. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think that there is always a bit of truth mm-hmm. in every joke. Absolutely. And I think that we do send messages to men that that is what we want. Right. If we feel threatened by another person in our relationships, that is what we oftentimes say, you know, in, in closed circles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I need you to check her. I need you to, you know, fix this situation. Mm-hmm. And a part of that fixing and resolving of the quote unquote situation usually includes a man being um, disrespectful um, and denigrating to other people, namely other women. Right. But like you're saying, I think that um, the idea is that he'll do it for me, but never to me. Mm-hmm. And my thing is this. When I watch him be disrespectful, 
be like you said um denigrating or anything like that to another woman then i'm it's open invitation in my opinion my turn is next is coming because when he didn't hate enough of me or when the next motherfucker say finish her yes (laughs) now the fuck can't come in my direction and guess what why shouldn't i be prepared i not only invited it i encouraged it yeah i helped him develop that thing and so i don't care if it's the wait staff I don't care if it's the bag boy. I don't care if it's the, it could be the PPA man. And I can't stand the parking authority in Philadelphia. Okay. Because as soon as I see them, I know they want some shit. It could be the people that put the boot on your fucking car. That is that person's job. Get your tickets the fuck together. And if the ticket situation is wrong, it had nothing to do with the person that's doing the job. I want to see how you treat each and every person that you come in contact yeah. with because like I said it's going to show me the character of who you are and so that does not um you know end with or begin with this person that for whatever reason you feel like you need to re- what reject is that what that is yeah. show her I need to feel less threatened yeah. by this person's presence in my life let me tell you something. Now, and I've said this for years. Y'all can have each other. Yeah. If it's that, if it's a problem. But then the chicks be shocked yeah. when he flipped the script child, and do it on a simple ass. Child, y'all can have each other. Okay. This house is clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm good. I don't need to see all that. I don't want to see all that. That doesn't make me happy. It don't make me feel more valued, more wanted. Like, none of that shit. Y'all wild for that, and I don't like it. I want my partner to be mindful of his words, gentle with the messages he communicates, and 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 one, be able to communicate it. Because to me, all that shows is that you don't know how to have adult conversations. Mm-hmm. If that's what you got to resort to, hurting people's feelings intentionally on purpose, that's what it says. then that lets me know that you don't know how to have adult conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all just two children. <laughs> and she like, he says you ain't got, got no nipples. nipples. Y'all, first of all, y'all childish. Yes. Y'all childish as fuck as a unit. And, mm-hmm. and once again, I don't like it. That's dumb. Grow the fuck up. Grow up. Like I said, if my partner can't step to me and say, hey, yo, this is what it is, this is what it ain't, and be able to essentially check me when I'm in the wrong. And in that case, that would be in the wrong. That would be like, hey, yes, I am willing to give you reassurance, right? But what I'm not willing to do is go and fuck that person up on the strength of making you feel better about yourself or about us. If he can't do that, And speaking of not being able to fucking do that, I think another reason why I was so fucking hyped up when we started this fucking episode is because the shit that just happened that motherfucking girl. pizza store oh so not that long ago. <laughs> we was finna go to jail, girl. Okay. And I don't look, look, I look good in a lot of colors, but an orange motherfucking jumpsuit, no belt, that no form having ass jumpsuit, <laughs> that don't work for me. It hides my hips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and pushes out my love handles. And I don't fucking like it. Okay? So I had to check myself. So long story short, y'all. Okay? So I can bend a little bit. We go into the fucking pizza store. All I'm trying to get is a slice. The slice ain't even a fuck for me. I'm trying to do a good deed in these streets. Because I, I know I'm probably going to hell. We said we was going to Heliana. Not that long ago. I don't remember what episode I think we still it are. was. But look. But I could kind of chill in purgatory a little tiny bit longer if I do some good deeds. Right? Mm-hmm. At least this is what my thinking is. It makes sense. The math, the math adds up. Speaking of math, that's a whole different story. Anyway, try and get a slice. Ride down the street. There is absolutely no parking. And I'm disappointed because I'm not one of those people that are, that I'm not big on double parking. To me, consideration is everything. And I try to live that thing where I can't demand it of other people if I'm not going to, you know, take that to heart myself. 
So I don't want to double park because I don't know how long I'll be in there. People want to go around me. That's drawling. I would be irritated if there were me. Pull up. Hey, this car is taking up two, two spots. But you know what? Cool. Y'all lights is on. Perhaps like you said, they're inside. So I'm going to proceed to pull into what will be the first parking space right in front of the car. So go to back in. They're not moving. I don't think it's anybody in this car, but I still can fit in this space. It's going to be tight, but my man raised no fool. I'm about to get in the space. Get almost all the way in the space, and I hear from across the street, don't hit my car. Bitch, move your car. Back up. In the words of Ludacris. <laughs> bitch. What do you mean? Don't yeah. hit your car. Lights is on. Windows is down. And you're you taking, taking up, up two spaces. spaces. And you talking about your car. So I say, ain't nobody going to hit your car. <laughs> the fuck? Ain't nobody trying to bitch. If I hit your car. Because you practically leaned out the window. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody going to hit your car. <laughs> if I hit your car. I got to hit mine too. I'm hitting my shit. And what does this look like? So I get my car in the parking space. I get out the car. Yeah, this motherfucker right here talking about, wait a minute, let me roll the windows up real fast. <laughs> no, no, no. Because see, that looks, that looks. Bitch, I'm in the car looking. What kind of weapons we got in here? <laughs> no, you ain't looking for shit you said that. We got the <laughs> weapons in the car. I said, no, I got this motherfucker's cell phone. I don't this made this time blah, 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 with this cell phone, but that's okay. So I'm like, no, 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 you stay in the car because both of us getting out, to me, automatically reads trouble because it's, it's intimidating. Well, the TV was that she had a whole nigga with her. Bitch boy. <laughs> yes. That not only ain't say nothing about what the fuck she said, not only didn't do anything about the car, not only didn't say, hey, yo, chill out, not necessarily let me get these keys on back this car up, but it's standing to her side like Mr. Miyagi in the karate kit. Okay? And they both about to get drop kicked. Okay. Wax on, wax off. Period. So I said, you know what? Not today, Satan. I ain't ready to come home. No, that's not what you said. Actually, what you said is, I'm going to say something to right. Okay? <laughs> bitch, don't get on the interwebs ah, and be ah. like, oh, I'm going to be the bigger person. No, bitch. You said... <laughs> I'm going to go say something to her. <laughs> but, crossing the street, I decided against it. And I was waiting, because in my head, she going to say something to me, so that I'm going to have to say something. But she didn't. She looked into her phone like she ain't see me, which is fine. I don't see you either. Went to the pizza store. Requested my slice. They take it forever. Y'all see the slice with it. Let's get the goddamn slice. Y'all got the slice available, but fine. As I'm leaving out, she is walking in with bitch boy Miyagi. <laughs> she says, mm-hmm, cuz <sighs> Lord, what's wrong with him? What's wrong? I said, nope. Nope. Cause y'all about to fuck up my cheesesteak. My cheesesteak gonna be cold. I'm trying to eat this. Fuck you and him. Four and five. Yes. And I proceeded to take photos. I did take pictures of the chorus because I felt like if some shit was about to pop, then I needed to be able to yes. say, look, officer. Or we need to be able to send it out in a mass text. Period. Find them. Yes. <laughs> License plate number. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because this is crazy. Get in the car. Now these motherfuckers get in the car. Now they want to speed off. Don't leave now. I was just about to. Play bumper cars with your shit. <laughs> Don't hit my car. Bitch, fuck you. And, and the whole point of the story, besides the fact that I'm still frustrated, is having a partner that won't dress you down when you're wrong. In that situation, in my humble opinion, he should have put that. I didn't expect him to ring my out. Right. right? Not with right, nobody. There's a way to do it. There's a it way to do to it. Get some decorum. But the pull her little arm ever so gently. Well, matter of fact, what he could have did was went down towards the ground, towards the motherfucking pound puppies she had on her feet, <laughs> and said, Chill. That's it. 
That's it. Okay, before I call the fucking SPCA on that bitch, okay? <laughs> With her flurry flops. <laughs> Ma'am, let's not, okay? Don't do me. Then, if that didn't work, he could have said, hey, give me the keys. I'm going to go back the car up. Because that's, that's the thing. You don't know who you're dealing right. with in these streets these days. If I was a fucking psychopath, not only would I have hit her fucking car, I'd have hit her. I'd have hit her. I'd have crammed her shit and knocked her motherfucking car across street into her ass. Between the washer and the dryer. Beats, look, between a rock and a motherfucking hard place. Okay? And she'd have been back there making my slice. Stop fucking playing. I want plain, by the way. Stop fucking playing. Like, you don't know who you're dealing with. And so, I gotta keep certain things in the back of my mind, even though I don't be wanting to. Why don't people do that? You don't know. You don't know if the person got, like you said, a weapon. You don't know if the person is just like, I give up on life today. You don't know what the person is thinking or feeling, but it's two of y'all. And to me, his inaction was worse than either co-signing her fuck shit, which I've just been looking at them like, okay, we 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 like to do something. Or him yeah. saying to her, I wanna I I'm always thinking of to me the logical thing, like you said, would have been let me get the keys. I'm going to just back it up a little bit. Because I'm, it was inconsiderate. Oh, It was, it was inconsiderate. Everything ain't about you right. and your convenience and your comfort. Um, you blocked two spots, bitch. Mm-hmm. You were in the wrong. Just mm-hmm. say, oh, you know what? My bad. Let me back up for you. You didn't even got to say all that. You could have been like, well, <laughs> well, as soon as I was seen her get in the car, I knew what that meant. I knew what that meant. And it's the thing, I, in the moment, as irritated as I was, as frustrating as it was, before I even saw whether they were there or not, was being very cautious and careful not right. to fuck that car up. Because even before she said it, I was, she saw that I was, she saw me parking. So she saw how carefully I was, you know, moving, how slowly I was moving, intentionally not, I didn't even want to attack the bitch. Like, no, I can get in this space without any hassle or, or you know, hardship. It's the don't hit the car for me. It's the it's the bitch fuck your car for me. Like you ever play a pinball machine and you see the motherfucking June going back, 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 back. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I was about the wet, 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 wet. Have a car. Like you don't care about your car. It's not on me. And your person. Didn't care about your car or you because he was like standing there, fully prepared. Mm-hmm. Watch it. This is the thing. If I was going to hit your car, bitch, y'all was just going to sit there and watch me do it. From across the street, they was both sitting out there watching. Like, bitch, get in your car and back it up. They was like, "No, we gonna watch." No, and just yell, "Don't hit my car, boyers." <laughs> Who knew? I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I say all that to say, <coughs> excuse me, check your people, yeah? Check your people. Or be, or or get with people who you can trust and who trust you enough to be able to step to you when you're in the wrong. Yeah, when you're being unreasonable. That's it. And dickish. <laughs> it's you, my baby. Yes. Yes. And be the same ones that's gonna go and tell her motherfucking story in a way that paints her how. Cause that was one of them situations yeah. where it was either she was trying to get jumped into a game or she was trying to demonstrate that something. That ain't to no this problem. Right. That ain't no problem. <laughs> she was trying to get some type of favor or attention from this man by what? Demonstrating what? How tough she was. Right. He's you, aroused now. You, <laughs> <laughs> you a Billy Badass. That's just you a Billy Badass. Girl, fuck you. Okay. And I usually don't even get into all that. But ma'am, whoever you are, wherever you may be, with the motherfucking He'd have been at home playing Doc McStuffins with her. Okay. 
I keep saying the pound puppies because baby. Okay, I don't know what y'all be thinking, but that everybody ain't it. for your shit. Right. Everybody ain't for it. But I'm okay. I'm gonna lead with love first. <laughs> and then I'm gonna beat you the fuck up. It's Space a cancer and grace. in me. Yes. Space, Space and, and grace. grace from across the street. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But once I get on you, that's the cancer in me. Yes. I'm going to leave with love. You reject that shit, I'm going to beat the fuck about you. Okay? That's that old crab right there. Oh, crab, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the claws for me. Yes. <laughs> it's the claws for me. Okay? I don't know, but, you know, we got to do better. We do. As a fucking, you know, unit. Collectively. We individually gotta do better. Cause I don't even know how I let that shit that that type of stuff never happens. Where somebody else's ignorance kinda like hops off of them and jumps on me <laughs> and then I can't now I'm riding like a fucking crazy person in the street like kill this bitch like pew pew everybody going die <laughs> I had to vent that to y'all because that's one of the things you just can't go around telling everybody who they think you're crazy. You're like, so you almost killed somebody tonight over what? Tapping their car? Going back to that other episode, see? The bitch ran the men over with the car. It is like that sometimes. Picked up that bumper and hit him with it. I was going to beat that bitch up. Beat that bitch up with a bumper. It was the spit for me. Yep. (laughs) Child. I don't even know. But once again, check your people, yo. Fellas, if you listening, pull up so gently by the arm yes. and say, stop it. Yes. <laughs> you embarrassing me. Embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> and yourself. What is wrong with you? I cannot. And if she get out of hand or out of pocket at that point, I'll be the ass at that point. Please. You never know. That shit might turn her on. Try it. Yeah, try it. But in the meanwhile, if it don't, and she got a pocket, she gonna get to beat the fuck up. Oh, it's no pockets. So yes. We, this we almost out. went to jail. <laughs> Float out, out of jail. Right. <laughs> Speaking of jail, uh, bill money. Yes. We might need and, and bitch, we was in the county. Child, damn sure was in the county. Oh shit! Where is Johnny Cochran when you need him? And how can we put his ass on retainer? Child, not Johnny, Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran Jr. <laughs> Crazy, no Crazy, no. And I would enjoy. I think workers' compensation. Alan Rothenberg, one See. It works. Yes. We remember all this shit because of ads. So, as we mentioned when the show first started, that drop is very important because a drop is like an ad and people remember ads. Yes. They got to be catchy, though. Get me out of jail. <laughs> is that catchy enough? No? No. We go back to the drop board. Please do. We will need a toll free 1 800 number. <laughs> 1-800-DON'T-HIT-MY-CAR. <laughs> Come get us, please. You stupid. I'm serious. I'm trying. This would have been in the county on the holiday weekend. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I keep forgetting about all of this. See, all these factors, see? I might not be going to hell because the Lord be watching. Yes, the ancestors was like, not today. Not my baby. <laughs> Not my baby. Not on this here Labor Day weekend. Mm-mm. Now that furry over there, <laughs> that bitch might be going. To, she might be going to hell. Cause woo, this, she need her chakras aligned. I throw these crystals at this bitch. <laughs> take this blue agate, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna take you on one shoulder. On the other shoulder, and I'm gonna shake the fuck out you. <laughs> Probably knock some coins out there, bitch, like Sonic. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's my podcast. It's not condoning, but it's a bit. <laughs> no domestic violence. No, uh, uh, any of that stuff. Look, sometimes putting a bitch in her place is the most spiritual thing you can do. Amen. Protect your peace and your boundaries, bitches. Yeah. And knock these hoes smooth out when they get out of line. Protect your peace. P A C E N P I E C E. Like Medea said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> peace be still. Shut yes, up. peace be still. No, no. Peace be still. I love the English language for that shit, right? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I can't. But please, you guys. Like Jerry Springer would say. Take care of yourselves (laughs) and each other. Period. Okay. (sighs) Thank y'all for letting me vent. God bless. Good Good night. night. (sighs) Autosmokepodcast at gmail.com. If you get topic suggestions, um, if you want us to do ads for you, letters for the lemonade letter, um, feedback. Yo. Speaking of feedback, we've been getting some pretty dope commentary in our emails. And so I told the gentleman that I would shout him out. I said I would not use his name since we try our best not to use names on this show. So you know who you are. Thank you so much for your support. Yes, we followed you on Twitter. We appreciate everything that you've done. And if you want to chat up about Yami, we talked about a little something, something, let's do that. Um, keep the commentary coming, keep the feedback coming. We love you guys for it. Um, we will resume lemonade letters. Um, we have a couple in the tuck uh that we've been waiting for. Um, something really special to do. We have some other exciting um shows coming up. And um if there's nothing else, I think that I might need to go do a spiritual milk bath. What work can make those? I know that. Oh, it works so good. You also said if there's nothing else. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's the drink for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the drink for me. I ain't had no smoke. All I got is drink. Well, let the drink commence. Period. I'm finished mine. Give me some of yours. All right. I got you. We love you guys. Peace. <laughs>